Welcome to this adventure we like to call To Hell with the Hot Dish, where we challenge the church to be more than a cliche culture and strive to be devoted disciples laughing along the way. I am one of your hosts, Kyle Rouse, here with my two co-hosts. We're always going to start with Jonathan Liss. Just because. So he is the meister of youth and family ministry, the man so dedicated he leaves his two small children at home and goes to stay with 60 junior hires at a, at a hotel, a church. The Mixmaster Jay of this podcast and gifted sound engineer of his own congregation as well, apparently. The South Texas Wonder, Jonathan Liss. I need to be clear, though, that I left them with my wife and also my parents I, were there. So I I mean, know. <laughs> the point was you, CPS is knocking on the door tomorrow. No, like. no, 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 no. That's right. I just want to say you, you you leave two, you know, toddlers, young kids thinking you might get a break. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I don't know which is. Well, I think I know which one's worse <laughs> or more stressful and more <laughs> hormonal, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably the junior high for sure. Absolutely. So I just I just like, you know, where you choose to spend your time, right? And I just think that's really funny. Yes. So, there you go. Welcome. I'm here. Yeah, you're here. <laughs> and our second co-host, the glitter beard, the wonderful, bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> you're never going to live that His down. beards get longer, no. though, too, by the way. No. No, okay. Well, you are glitter beard. You're the you're the harbinger of the hard copy, except except for today, which you actually don't have a hard copy today. So yeah, it turned out all that shame worked. So, but you okay? Let me finish. Glitter beard, the wonderful, the harbinger of the hard copy, the leader of the Night's Watch, protecting us from the frozen north. <laughs> <laughs> the man's so excited that the White Sox are back in spring training that he's already in his hat. Which I mistaken for a Cubs hat, which was my mistake. Yeah. Kyle Samansky, welcome. Good to have you. Thanks. You know? How you doing? I, fine. We only had a couple inches of snow this week, so spring <laughs> is coming. <laughs> yeah. The inch totals go down, means the weather is starting to turn. No, no, they, it hasn't gone anywhere. We're just getting <laughs> less less than before. So <laughs> take that as a win. That's right. My favorite's going to be over the summer when Kyle Samansky gets to look at the both of us and be like, hey, how are you doing now? <laughs> That's right. And I don't know, something about sweating and dying probably yeah. every week for a good long <laughs> run in there. So just get ready, listeners, because that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're used to it. He's not used to the – well, he's somewhat used to this. You know, yeah, this is – you're fine. We're going to quit asking you how it is up there. Because you, yeah. you've been up there a long time. You know all about it. Yeah. Well, let's get into it. Uh, get into our show. We've got a, a segment from the Meads. We've got a confession and forgiveness. We've got a nice discussion amongst ourselves. And we're going to close it out with some listener mail like we like mm-hmm. to do. So let's start with segment one from the Meads. Jonathan, you found a nice little I did uh, ditty. But I got a question for y'all. So uh Kyles, have yeah. you ever done mm-hmm. an escape room? What are your thoughts about escape rooms? Mm, I okay, I've never done one, but I've always wanted to do one. But the reason I've never done one is because I know I don't I don't think people will like to do it with me. Oh. <laughs> you've got to get the what? right you've got to get your right squad together, right? Your your yeah, winning and, squad. And like in my head, my right squad is me. 
I think I I could do it. So go into the escape room and have a me party and just kind of hang out. Mm hmm. Nice. Yeah. So, so what? Why? Why is that? Is that because you don't play well with others? Which I, <laughs> I doubt that's true. But no, I, you want to say I just, out of the way. I got this. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just often think the way that I do things is correct. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. And life experience has told me that I am often right. Perhaps that's ego. Uh, and others would would tend to disagree. Like, you know, everyone else. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's just easier to not struggle. Yeah, yeah. Easier for you and for them both, right? <laughs> right. That's, I'm just, I'm thinking about others. So. so so you would go to this team building like experience and say, ticket for one, please. <laughs> yeah, and just treat it like a crossword puzzle. <laughs> pretty good it's pretty good I, that would get you on the wall of fame yeah. in one of those places i would think uh, i have not done okay that. i was about to say we're gonna have to turn this podcast around because we're in confession of forgiveness already and i asked what innocuous question and then kyle was like getting other kyle to bear his soul already and it's, got it I, I don't know it just comes out but no, I, I haven't done one of those. I've wanted to, and we almost went with some family, but it, it I was like, I don't think I can bring my kids into that. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, um, and we didn't have a, another place for them to go. So, no, I want to, but yeah. I, I haven't. Have you well, done I would say, Yes, I would, I've actually done one. I would suggest, if you can, do a themed one, because okay. we did a themed mm. one. I did one with some like, high school youth. Like pirate so, themed? Is well, <laughs> the place I, that we went to, one was a pirate themed. <laughs> The one that we did, I know, it was a good guess, (laughs) but the one that we did was called The Curse of Cthulhu, and so we were in this old, like, manor house thing, searching for clues, trying to, like, find all of the little idol statues to keep Cthulhu from coming. It was pretty cool. Um, Mm. It was a lot of fun. And uh, nice. uh, so they're really fun. So I, I would suggest doing a themed one. But then I um, stumbled across this article that I, I sent to y'all um, and we'll be sure and post it so that everybody can read it. it comes from the Babylon Bee, which if you've never read something from them, just know it's satire. Like it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> so when you read this, you don't go, oh, my gosh, this is so like such a good idea. Like, no, it's it's supposed to be funny. Like think the onion, but for um, funny church stuff. It was about a themed escape room, and it's a church-themed escape room. (laughs) So they hold it in this, like, old mega-style church, and they lock you in, but you're not locked in just with your team. You're locked in with, like, super outgoing, extroverted church people during, (laughs) like, the greeting time. And uh, and what was so funny, and, and my favorite part of the article is like the people didn't even try to solve the puzzle; they're just like clawing their way out, whatever way they <laughs> can, running, like screaming, like Kool Aid Man busting through the walls, like it. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. So, um, <laughs> but it just it, it was funny, and I and I found it hilarious because it really is. I mean, for yeah. either non church people or people that are especially introverted. That that greeting time, like in between services or before church starts, can like really do a number on you. Uh, it can be terrifying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but would you do an escape room if that actually existed? Would you do like a church? Oh, I would totally go. Oh, yeah. I'd bring the youth group. We totally do yeah. that. I would have to put somebody in my squad, though, that was like equally as extroverted. So then you could just like send off the extroverted person to kind of yeah. hold everybody else <laughs> like, at bay mm-hmm. while like, you're solving the problem. Yeah. The problem. So, yeah. 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 Oh, totally. Totally. It's so good. 
Because there, there are all kinds of personalities in that environment. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just ripe for, for mm-hmm. I don't know, See, fleeing in terror. <laughs> to, to me, if they Being were locked in, if or, they were going to mm-hmm. make that escape room in a hard mode setting, because remember, Calvary used to have like a little kind of small narthex. Oh, like if tiny. you, if you, you know, <laughs> if you have like a small narthex setting, like that would make it even more terrifying where you're like within arm's reach. I feel like in like a mega church setting, you'd probably be able to get away, but. Could hide in the bathroom. I know. Well, yeah, you could like, yeah, go find a corner to solve puzzles in. <laughs> it's but. just that you just stay at the water fountain getting a drink and then till the, the, the person walks by you because you don't want to look up <laughs> and make eye contact, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> totally. No, that's a that's a great satire article. Yeah, it was so good. It was so good. Which leads into uh, our next segment, which is uh, confession and forgiveness. Because that is a that is a scary time for a lot of people mm-hmm. that are, especially people that are coming in and not familiar with the church or don't know anything about it. And and um, but thinking about what is your least favorite part of the church service or of a the Sunday morning experience? Like what's what's the part where you're like, oh man, I really don't want to do that. I'm I'm nervous. What what do you personally struggle with? Uh, or mm. what do you struggle with mm-hmm. doing or doing well or all that? I thought that would be an interesting answer to hear from us. Kyle, why don't you go first? Okay. I've been thinking a lot about this. <laughs> oh, good. No, really, I have. Sure. And <laughs> I was trying to think. I, I, really, I really do like almost all of Sunday morning. Right, I really like the kind of worship experience and everything. You that don't goes. have to suck up to us. That's okay. You can be no. Honest. I'm sucking up to <laughs> North Dakotans who are listening. <laughs> but <It's> okay, <laughs> there are parts in, in in the worship service that are like, at least in my context, pastorally led, that are meant to be sung. And oh man, I am not a confident person, and especially not when it comes to singing. So I don't sing them. I speak them. And those are my least favorite parts because they just don't have the same. Sure. They just don't translate from like sung liturgies to yeah. spoken ones. And I always feel really awkward. Are they used to them being sung? Uh, yeah. My senior pastor sings them. So we kind of just like we go back and forth depending on who's doing what that week. And um, I wish there was like a way that it wouldn't be so awkward. I'm always just up there like, you know, nervous sweating through my robe. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Well, it's okay because it's really cold up there. So <laughs> yeah, you know, and, Keeps you and until about uh, like two or three seconds before I start reading them, I always think like, "Ah, oh, no, I'll sing it this week. You can do it. <laughs> they won't care, right? There's there's grace here." And then you I get always up there back and go, out at the last uh, minute. I'll just we'll speak it again today. Yeah, so <laughs> that's so that's right. my least favorite part. I I understand. I understand. There are some folks who. <laughs> I remember my worship professor in seminary that said, no, everybody can do it. We're all going to try. Everybody can do it. And then mm-hmm. there was one guy in my class. Uh, God bless. At the end, he goes, you know, some people are just meant to read it. <laughs> the very graceful way of saying, yeah, I was, like, I thought you bucked the rule. Not everybody is. <laughs> I, I rescind that comment. <laughs> I like to change my opinion. 
So uh-huh. that's all right. It's not for everybody. But okay, that's good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, so What's here's my least favorite part. You ready for this? <laughs> yep. When it's over. That's your least favorite part? Yeah, when it's all over. I'm just kidding. That's, like, no. That, no. Um, anyway. <laughs> so Kyle was sucking up. I'm sucking yeah, up Yeah, I was like, uh, you guys are just continuing the trend. I know. There. No, no. Um, so I have two. One is... Um, this is confession of forgiveness. You can uh, suck up in confession. That's true. Let's just That's true. straight. That's very true. <laughs> if it's done well, you're probably not sucking up or at least not trying to. Um, no, I, I worship with a toddler and now an infant. And... Uh, even though it's totally moved, Wait, but you have two. Not, yes. not that the toddler has a regressed. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> sometimes I wonder. Uh, no, I have a toddler and an infant that we worship with okay. now. Right. And uh, and even though it's super mood, but like when the toddler decides, when Jonah decides, okay, I'm just done with this and like runs out of church and then I have to chase after. Um, that's probably my least favorite part. It's everybody else's favorite part. Oh, yeah. They think it's hilarious, but uh Dad, not so much. Um, or, you know, the other thing that's my least favorite is uh, right now we're having some different troubles and have for a while now with our, our sound system. And so um, there's different times where like the wireless mics will randomly cut out or, you know, there's mm-hmm. just problems with the sound system. And when that happens, I feel like I have about 16 people looking my direction. And so I just kind of hang my head and like slink back to the soundboard. And Only 16? Like, 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 well, yeah. And an attempt to try to fix something. And pretty, I mean, pretty soon we're just going to overhaul some stuff and it, it should work better, knock on wood. Um, pray for me that that is the case. Uh, but yeah, when when we have sound issues, it kind of it, yeah. it bites, especially during like really important moments. Like you get um, all those like head yeah. turns, right? In yeah. your direction, right? Yeah. So it's, you know, it, uh, it's it's a bummer, but we're going to fix it. That's so that, that, Yeah. Well, that's Still my true. least favorite part, and I, though. And I, mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're on staff, you work with youth ministry, but you also get... All the tech questions, all the mm-hmm. sounds. Anything How else the ministry happen? requires. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. else the ministry requires. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's good. That's good. My least favorite part, uh, and it's probably because it's what I what I struggle with. I is I don't like. I just can't make it feel. Because they're PSAs. The announcements that we do at the beginning mm-hmm. are just. I mean, I can't make them not feel like a PSA. Sure. And I don't you know, shameless mm-hmm. plugs and things like that. And, and yeah. so I just, I, I can't, I try to do it naturally and I'm, I guess I'm okay at it, but I'd like to be better. I struggle with that. They're so super important though. I mean, I they know are. this is confession and forgiveness, they but are. like mm-hmm. I've, there've been times that if the pastor does not mention it during the announcements, yep. mm-hmm. people just don't know it's happening. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I know, yeah, I, right. I get you, but it's so important. But, but it's anyways. so different as opposed to everything else, which just kind of sure. flows. I, mm-hmm. I just yeah. really struggle. And then, but it's an important part too for people who are new and want to hear what's happening and the people that are there and want to know what's happening too. Mm -hmm. It's just an important piece. But then I'm going to leave somebody out and I just, you know, and then Mm -hmm. I get a, you know, uh, you know, ah, you didn't, you talk about someone's this, but you didn't talk about my ministry. And and they're angry and they're starting to sharpen the pew pencil into a (laughs) shiv so that, Mm -hmm. you know, they can get you during communion. That turns quick. Yeah. I mean, it can turn on It can break bad. Yeah. People really care about their stuff. That's my, that's my struggle. Uh, The other thing that I, that I struggle with is um, when I have somebody who's visiting for the first time and I go up and introduce Mm -hmm. myself to them that I'm not, that I'm just not like, I want to ask about them. And every time I try to think about this, I want to say, where are you from? What are you mm-hmm. doing? And uh, maybe we'll do that. But then I, 
my mind jumps into, oh, you could do this here, and then then we have this going on, and like mm-hmm. making my making our our church look look really shiny and and great, and I'm like, no, I should just be concerned about them, and so I struggle to to balance mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. right? I want to be, mm-hmm. I want to, I want to. I mean, but also they could say, well, they didn't tell me anything about that was going on, you know, so I don't know mm-hmm. how to balance that. So I, I feel really inadequate with that piece. And that's a, that's a, just a meeting them on a Sunday morning. I don't call, I don't make them raise their hand or anything in worship, but we, we don't do that. But when you talk with them one-on-one, um, mm-hmm. that's what I struggle with. So it's probably good that you don't have them raise your hand. Cause you might have like a escape room experience where they're like, you know, clawing their way out. <laughs> Slowly digging a tunnel we during do. worship to try to get out mm-hmm. of the sanctuary yeah. without anybody talking to. Well, them. we do. We do say, you know, if you're visiting, we've got a gift for you, and and we and we'll often hand those out. Like one congregation, I was I I visited uh, probably when I was doing internship. Like they had to stand up and say where they were from Ooh. and all that. Oof. And I'm like, whoa! Dude. Even me as an extrovert, just like cold <laughs> shiver down the spine. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. That I didn't. I didn't like that. You know. Yikes. And uh, I mean, I, I yeah, that didn't that didn't work for me. But that's the. But that's it leads into the question that I thought we could really have some mm-hmm. good discussion with is mm-hmm. you know how do you know if you're visiting a church for the first time that that's the right one for you? You yeah. know what what connects mm-hmm. you? What do you what what do you think? And and we've asked uh, you know what do you think that when you're looking for a church, uh, what do you hope to find uh, when you visit a church for the first mm-hmm. time? realizing we all have churches that we probably are not shopping for churches. Probably we are not shopping for Mm -hmm. churches. We are where we are. Uh, So we posted some questions on social media and got some responses from Mm -hmm. listeners, all of y'all. And we're, we're thankful for that. So we thought we would, we kind of look at some of those and and talk through some of those. The hot dish nation really came through for us on this one. I know. And quickly. And I'm really, we're really thankful. What, what uh, was there a response that jumped out to y'all that you want to lift up first the one that kind of speaks to and i heard this several times that kind of speaks to what i was just talking about i'm trying to find one where they said they were paid attention to they wanted to be paid attention to but not too much attention yeah that was yeah that was the one that really stood out to me is like this really fine line of like I want you to see me, but I don't want you to stranglehold me. And so it was like, okay, I get that. I mean, I feel that. Now, there's several that say, has anyone taken the trouble to greet me? Yeah. And I think that's, you want mm-hmm. to be, you, you want to be welcomed and you want to greet them and acknowledge them. Yeah. But here's one, um, Paul Harrington, uh, you know, do I feel welcomed, but not overly attended to, right? Which I think that that makes sense. Someone was also very, very specific. If we can find it in here, we'll shout them out. But like um, they they specifically went out of their way to say, like, if someone beyond the official greeter took time to greet them, mm-hmm. which I think is interesting, too. So, like, we've set mm-hmm. up this role that someone can act in to then greet people. But what they wanted as well was I want somebody that's not that person because, like, I'm on to your game, church. Like, you're the person <laughs> that's supposed to talk to me. But I want to see if there's, you know, someone so else is, that's is this- – Nancy, it's important that the visitor take some responsibility for being welcomed. They should let the greeter and others know that they are new and ask questions. Oh, maybe, yeah. That being mm-hmm. said, you know, that was part of her comment that they that they mm-hmm. say, hey, I'm new here. 
That yeah, maybe, but it was just, I, I think it was that, you know, someone else beyond the actual greeter. Um, sure. It was very specific lifted up, which I thought was. Am I, Shelby says, am I greeted yeah, there it is. by more than the official yeah. greeter? Yeah, thanks, Shelby, for that right. question. Yeah. Am I greeted by more than the official greeter? So, like, I'm on to you. <laughs> I know you're the official one. You may not have a badge. I mean, some churches, they have like, you I know, know this the, is your job. You're, I know this is your job. I know you got, you're working this morning, though you're volunteering. Like you you're have working a stack at this. of bullets. You have to, like, you <laughs> have to greet me, but someone else. Let's see. Let's see who talks to me. I, mm-hmm. I get it. It's good. I mean, it's a good thing. Well, that, that give you the temperature of the, of the room, right. In terms of, well, how welcoming they are. That would do mm-hmm. that. Yeah. 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 I like there, uh, Karen offered a real uh, subjective one. Pastors with a sense of humor. That's real subjective, yo. <laughs> like, because yeah. I might have a sense of humor. It may not be your sense of humor, <laughs> but. Uh, I might say, man, that Jonathan really has no good sense of humor. Because <laughs> my, my, good, my good friend there in North Dakota, Kyle Samansky, I know has an impeccable sense of humor. And it hits <laughs> me in the funnies, but it may not hit everybody in the funnies. Like, that's just. Yeah, it either, it either goes over real well or real poorly. Yeah. So. <laughs> Because the other subjective one we got too was um, a question by Rory uh, Philstrom was like, "How's the coffee, uh, Mike?" Mm-hmm. That's super subjective as well because <laughs> Sundays when I make the coffee and even sometimes when I don't, there are times where I get at least six different comments on the quality of the coffee, either too strong, mm-hmm. not strong enough, <laughs> not not hot enough, <laughs> not you know, it's mm. people got opinions about coffee. Let me I tell know. you what. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just important that you have coffee. I it, oh, say. it is. It's a, it's a hospitality yeah. thing, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. But I don't need, trust me, I don't need a, a Starbucks in the Narthex to to, mm-hmm. to give me coffee. I'm fine. Sure. Just sure. whatever you got in the craft. Well, and I've also, yeah, I mean, I've also heard comments from people that they don't like Starbucks coffee. So even right. then that wouldn't right. work. Well, I just yeah, mean so, yeah. one of those, you know, you know what I'm talking about. One yeah. of those bars or whatever. But, hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, some of those things are subjective for sure. There, I mean, and even even this, there was a lot of comments about wanting a meaningful message mm-hmm. or a message of good news, grace, mm-hmm. which I yeah. think great. I think for our tradition, so centered on grace, mm-hmm. I I would think that w- that would be really important. I mean, people, different people might have ways, different ways they hear that or understand that, but mm-hmm. uh, that came through pretty clear in a mm-hmm. lot of the comments too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, there was a pretty strong theme occasionally about stuff for for children and youth. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, youth programming or um, someone posted online specifically, and it and it was very much so for her because, like me, she has a toddler and also an infant. So, nursery care, some kind of great care for a toddler that's that keeps them engaged, but then also a place that she can nurse because she's breastfeeding. Yeah. It's like that's. Part of being you know, welcoming—that's really important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Part of being welcoming, yeah. yeah. Because especially with that, and I know from our own experiences as a family with breastfeeding, like again, a thing that's very subjective. Everybody has their different feeling on, mm-hmm. you know, what their comfort level is in terms of, you know, privacy versus like I'm cool with just yeah. doing it right here among mm-hmm. the community. If if they're cool with it, or even if they're not cool with it, I'm making a statement with it. And so, yeah, it, it's it's all across the board. Hmm. One of our members, uh, Amanda, they moved here a couple of years ago, said uh, that 
parents were not the only ones with priorities. The kids wanted a church with a nice playground. Nice. <laughs> so mm, there you go. everybody's got a hidden. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think mm-hmm. about that, but it is a mm-hmm. it is a welcoming place for all. You yeah. know, it, or, it, or even Linda. There's one. How does uh, even more granular? Yeah. How do they welcome a family with a special mm-hmm. needs child? So that's Absolutely. even a, a different mm-hmm. level removed from yep. your. You know, yeah, we've got youth programs, or yeah, we've got this yep. and that. And mm-hmm. Yep. It's it's important. I had a phone conversation with someone this week that was heard about our church through um, one of our new day school teachers who came to us from a day school that had closed down, and hmm. they grew up Lutheran, and you know both of them did, and have been going now recently to a Baptist church, looking to kind of come back um, and, and check out Lutheran churches, and so that was some of the first questions was yeah. about youth programming and what did we do and. What stuff looked like, right? Because she used the words Luther League, which I was like, I, I know school. those words, um, and I know sort of what that means. I don't have any experience with it, but you know, and I, I assured her that we we do things very similarly to the way they've probably always been done, but yeah. things are just different now as well. So, yeah. What's also important about that is when you tend to that, and part of it, we we're blessed with the uh, Janelle Miller, who's our youth and family director, who has a. Uh, has a heart and a background for for mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. that, but special needs for special children, needs children, yeah, specifically, and it was part of her background before this. But what what's great about that is then when we when we welcome uh, people with uh, ch- uh, youth with special needs or children with special needs, then our kids, anyone else who's there, also understands who they are, understands how to how to how to treat them in a way that they're respectful and that we're all people. And mm-hmm. I just really the whole community gets mm-hmm. better at doing that in the world, you know, and I just really value that, that it's a great experience where we can mm-hmm. where we say, you know, this kingdom looks looks a lot of different ways and let's celebrate that. So I think that that is something that 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 one was one I thought uh, I really appreciated that. So what else? Are there other ones that surprised you on the list? There was one towards the bottom, or at least one of the last comments from Julie, and maybe it was said already, but do the people look happy there? And yeah, I don't know what you know constitutes looking happy for different people, right? We're talking about subjectivity. But I think I think maybe that's like the biggest welcoming issue of all, right? Like everything is subjective on, on some level. But if you have like people who are really happy to be in a place, yeah, who will then like do the welcoming work for you, mm-hmm. right? So that it doesn't just fall on you. But you know, your people like being there, so they'll say, "This is a great church, and we have a great youth program, and we have, you know, really great programs." Um, yeah. And I guess maybe that depends on all of the things that we've listed, right? Like they won't be happy if the coffee's bad. I don't right. know. <laughs> yeah. No. I've heard it said that if you. Somebody said their rule of thumb was if you walk into a church and within two to five minutes you don't hear laughter, then you probably just might as well turn around and hmm. And, hmm. And, and go out, right? You know, the laughter would mean you're happy, you enjoy being there, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. And I thought, well, that 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 meant a lot of made a lot of sense to me. Hmm. I, I don't know if that works in every situation, but I think it's a good, you know, if you, again, are they happy? Do you mm-hmm. hear laughter? I think that's that's true. Um, I saw the one uh, from Jessica, someone in an interracial marriage, look around at the diversity and inclusion of our LGBTQ mm-hmm. members, th- uh, definitely thinking about, again, are we embodying this diverse body of Christ and this diverse kingdom of God? Are, are we welcoming and are, and it, it, that might look different for different contexts? Absolutely, it'll look mm-hmm. different for different contexts. Mm-hmm. 
contexts, but do we embody that? I thought that was important mm-hmm. too. Oh, and then um, Cheryl posted about finding info online that was accurate for mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> for the service times and other opportunities in the church, doing that th- through online, which I think is the way people shop for churches initially. That's their mm-hmm. first yep. impression of you, even before mm-hmm. they even walk in the door. Yep. Right? That, mm-hmm. that Update your website. Yeah. yeah. And then also... Another key now in 2019, the year of our Lord, make sure it's mobile compatible because I think more and more people are looking on their phone or Mm -hmm. an iPad before they are even going to a computer to look at your website. So if your website is beautiful, but it's Mm -hmm. absolutely garbo on an iPhone Mm -hmm. or an Android, not going to be not going to be elitist and say just iPhones. Right. But any smart device. (laughs) Right. To be more general. That's right. Yeah. Well, we're not getting any money from Apple, so that's well, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yet. Yeah, I don't know. This was this has been one of my only tangible accomplishments since moving up to North Dakota is that the church has a new mobile friendly website. Right? Like everything else is subjective. Um now the process was was kind of in conversation before I got here, but uh oh, is, no, no, you you own that one. Way to go, Kyle. Yeah. Take it. I mean, if nothing else, right? Um I did this thing. I did this one thing. Remember me well. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else? I'm looking on Twitter real quick. Make sure I didn't miss any. Oh, okay. No, because there, <laughs> there were some on Twitter, so I wanted to check that gotcha. real quick. Before. <laughs> there were only a couple. I'm not just this checking our, Twitter. This is our, this is our mid-podcast Twitter break. Yep. <laughs> oh, this is the one from um, Adam Bryant, who I met. On the national at the national youth gathering as well as from Alaska, um, mm. that they welcome everyone to communion. Oh, mm. yeah, okay. Twitter. And I, I mean, I don't know, but you know, is it an open table? Is it? I would mm-hmm. imagine is it printed somewhere? Yeah, you know that all are are welcome. You know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I yeah. think um, that's really uh, that's really important. Yeah, I think I think it is really important for you know open table, but that's just some different denominations and different belief system that's not their way but i have an experience where i went to a funeral at a catholic church and because there and maybe it was just because there was a lot of visitors but both printed i think in the bulletin and then the priest verbally you know it very sort of quickly made a you know this is why we believe what we believe and so it it actually felt welcoming in a, what maybe people would consider an unwelcoming way because mm. it wasn't just wide open. Mm. But it, at the very least, they took the time to say, well, this is why we believe what we believe, mm-hmm. but we're welcome to share more about it or invite you into it as well. And so I'm like, even even though that's something, like I said, that could be considered very unwelcoming because it's not just an open table mm-hmm. to everyone, mm-hmm. it, it was it was welcoming because they took the time to, to clarify. And I don't know. And maybe I'm willing yeah. to give a little more leeway because, you know, I understand that everybody has different beliefs, but at least that they took the time to say it was, was helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think something in making it clear, mm-hmm. speaking it, yeah. There were a lot of other comments about about music mm. as well. Yeah. You know, um, Erica was another one who talked to us. Erica was the one who did a lot of the running uh, for us on the mm-hmm. run to mm-hmm. run to Bethlehem. That and she just moved up to Idaho. So sad to see her go. But 
uh, from here. Anyway, she still listened to us mm-hmm. here, but that she wanted to be genuinely welcomed, engaged in conversation more than just thanks for coming. And the music, she says, she's about traditional hymns and uh, is what I'm about, but don't mind mixing up some contemporary music songs. So variety in the music is mm-hmm. something uh, people mm-hmm. were looking at. I know somebody was all about the hymns on Facebook. I can't find that comment, mm-hmm. but that again, it's a little subjective, you sure. know, mm-hmm. but also a big part of our life and worship together, at least as Lutherans, we do a lot of singing together and music is a big part of our time together. Right. And so mm-hmm. yeah, right. especially if you're going in there and expecting it, but also in other churches I visited, even not Lutheran churches, singing is a big part of our life together. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah, it's important. You know what else is a big part of our life together? What? The bathroom. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say it's our life together. <laughs> it's an important part of our it's life. Part of our life. And the, yes. Well, we have to have a place to go. Sure. So somebody said, what do you look for? The bathroom. The clean bathroom. What's got to be clean? Yeah. Clean? Someone like, even said clean. Yeah, I they clarified. That, I mean, I'm just thankful that people are thinking about, you know. Sure. You yeah. had a place to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so thank you for everybody who wrote mm-hmm. in on that and helped add to this. So I ask y'all, how are our churches doing with this? Um, are we doing well? Or, I mean, again, it's somewhat subjective and we, we work there. So mm-hmm. are there things we're paying att- attention to or things we realize we're not paying attention to? Or how are we doing with this? Hmm. I think that's um, that's like a really, a really good question that the church where, where I serve is... <laughs> Taking this year to focus on part of its mission statement, which is um, we welcome all. It's in their mission statement. And that's like really general. uh, But we have discovered in lots of different facets of things that we had been doing as a church that we weren't being super welcoming. Right. Um, We we did have open communion and we welcomed people and we thought we had a pretty diverse offering of music and things. But people... uh, uh, gave back comments that said, you know, I would like to get involved in more things and never hear about it. And so like one of the things that we've been focusing on is uh, committees and groups and things like this, telling people what they do um, is like just a welcoming oh, thing that mm-hmm. just we ha- here's the things that yeah, happen at the church, you know, that kind of thing, you know, as much as we don't like the announcements, right. When you don't tell anybody ever, right. People don't know what's going on. They don't know how to get involved. Um, Sharing mm-hmm. stories about uh, ministry partners that we have that we send, you know, thousands of dollars to that have never come to church to share what they do and why we mm-hmm. send that money. Right. So we often think of like this welcoming in the Sunday bubble, but it kind of expands out further from there. So we've really been investing some time into this wider welcome and what that looks like for not just us as pastors. Right. And good coffee hosts and clean bathrooms and good facilities. But what that means then as we keep on spreading outward and outward and outward, and there are just mm. so many facets mm. that like, I don't know if it's actually ever possible to do all of these things well, mm-hmm. but to at least go about them in a thoughtful way to make sure that you're not, whether that's intentionally or unintentionally excluding people, um, I think is the most important thing. Mm. Right. I, I mean, I think there are just some limitations to things that churches can do that make it difficult to welcome all in yeah. a lot of contexts. Um, right. Like yeah. not all churches can have a staff person uh, to work with special needs folks. That's just right. that's just Absolutely. not realistic. 
Um, but there's ways that we can go about still being welcoming in other ways. So it, it's a really, it's a hard line to walk, but I think like really good conversations to have. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned that kind of wider welcome because we've been experiencing that too. And the opportunity to say more about the things that we're doing, and especially as it applies to social media, like that's some of the mm. feedback we've been getting, even from longtime members of the congregation. So this is not new people or visitors. And they're saying, because we start to talk about some of the good stuff that we're doing and what we're hearing back is like, you should do this more. Like you should talk more about the good stuff mm-hmm. that we're doing. And so it's weird because I think part of the feelings that we had was like, oh, we don't want to overshare. Oh, we don't want to be, mm-hmm. you know, overly out there. But really, and, I, and maybe it has something to do with the cultural context, but people are wanting to share good news. They're mm-hmm. wanting to share the good things that we're doing. They're wanting to hear, hey, here's how we're feeding people. Here's how we're helping people. Here's some of the good stuff mm-hmm. that we're doing together. And so it's interesting that, yeah, to make a wider welcome is sometimes even just continuing to share mm-hmm. and sharing over and over and over again the stuff that we're doing because we may think that it's being perceived and we may think it's being put out there, Mm -hmm. but it it seems like we can do more. And I think there's a sense as well as keeping opportunities open. So like Mm -hmm. Kyle was saying, you may not have someone that works well with special needs, or you may not at this time have a a large diversity in your congregation, Mm -hmm. but not being afraid to welcome that diversity and leaving the open opportunity so that if the opportunity arises, you're open and ready to sort of meet it or engage yeah. with it or right. even willing to say, hey, I'm 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 willing to learn. I don't I don't know much about this, but I'm willing mm-hmm. to hear your story or hear your side of things and, and learn from it. Yeah. Yeah. How is our congregation doing with this? I, I mean, I think we do fairly well. It, it sometimes I worry about that kind of smothering aspect. Yeah. But I think that literally just becomes because what all I see is just our congregation. Yeah. And so when you start to hear from other people mm-hmm. that have been visiting other places and it's like, oh, we are doing really good things as far as welcoming is concerned. Could we be doing more? Yeah, absolutely. Are we yeah. sort of moving along? You know, am I worried about certain people that really like talking to people like, oh, maybe I should go steer them away and like, <laughs> yeah, come over here and let's go talk to someone was, else because I'm worried about this mother hold. But <laughs> but maybe it's good. I mean, maybe that's exactly what that person needed in that moment was, you know, this, you know, shorter 70 year old lady talking to him about all this and that. And so I don't I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's so it's it's very hard. It's a very hard needle of thread, at least in my opinion, for that of like. How welcoming do you are that when, uh, like Paul said, as you cross that line, like when you cross that line of like, okay, now you're smothering me. And it mm-hmm. I, it's it's a tough one to walk. But in some ways, like I like to err on the side of grace. Yeah, I think sure. I'd almost rather mm-hmm. err on the side of being, you know, hi, we're very friendly and we really want to know about you and really want you to feel right. welcome in this place. Mm-hmm. And if that drives some people away, then, I mean, it's rough, but at least we were. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. uh, well, I think it's being, is being as friendly as you can. And, and honestly, if people, uh, if people have a good sense and a feel for what's happening, they'll, they'll come back. If, 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 if they're looking for something different, then, mm-hmm. then they'll have to find something that'll, mm-hmm. that'll fit their needs a little better. Yeah. But you want to, you want to do your part mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. And there's blind spots. I know there's blind spots. Oh Yeah. And- yeah. Are we ever going to see them all? Probably not. But the Mm -hmm. more and more, I mean, that was what was eye opening to read is just 
oh wow, I hadn't considered that. Mm-hmm. Oh right. wow, I hadn't considered that either. And mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it was a good reminder that like, hey, it's a good question to ask. Um, yeah, pretty regularly. Yeah, in my opinion, this is uh, this is a like a metaphor. We had a building consultant come in to our uh, building and walk through and talk about like how open and welcoming it is to an outsider. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we have uh, a, a, for a building as old as it is a really good handicapped accessible infrastructure. We've got an elevator and ramps and handicapped accessible pews. Um, and she came into our worship space and she said, you know, it's great that you have handicapped accessible pews, but they're in the back. And what you said is that mm-hmm. folks who have handicapped needs wheelchairs and who needs water pews have to sit in the back. And right, that is something that we never considered. And I wasn't around for when they decided to put those in. But I think that's really important for churches to remember that for all the good that we do and for all the welcoming kind of aspects of our church, there's always more to do. And I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, right? There's always ways we could yeah. be more welcoming. So there's always progress to be made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think you've arrived. Right. Right. <laughs> and you have nothing, no more work to do. Never, right? never complacency, right? Like always thinking, uh, what, what are we doing that we could be doing better? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's really helpful. It's interesting that you mentioned like positives mm-hmm. or negatives because it's it's a little of both. Like mm-hmm. there's the opportunity and the challenge to do more, yep. though that could be crushing to like we're trying to do everything we can. Yeah. And, and so maybe that's another place that we can off, offer a good word to folks, which is like if you're trying, keep trying. But here's the reality. You're never going to mm-hmm. reach that event horizon where you are the perfect <laughs> church for every person yep. out there. Yep. It's just not going to happen. Yep. No. It's just not going to happen. Yep. Yep. I mean, keep trying. You know, don't give up hope and keep trying mm-hmm. right. to, to be welcoming. Keep trying to think through and do the little things. But yeah. sorry, you're not going to be the one perfect end all be all church. That's just not how it's going to work. I think that's an important bubble to burst. Yeah. Right. Because I went through a period where I thought, oh, everybody who visits will love it and go on. And then Mm -hmm. some people like would literally were out the door before I could even get back to Mm -hmm. say anything. Well, it might just be we're not what they're looking for. And that's not bad. No, that I hope that they find what they are looking for. Mm -hmm. And I've and if I know people that I've been visiting and they I know we're not what they're looking for, I'm like, let me help you talk to me about mm-hmm. what you need. Mm-hmm. I can send you to a place that I do know about that maybe is doing that. Yeah. Which, uh, you know, is that kind of thing and, and kind of losing that, shedding that, uh, you know, we want to be the best church on the block. But no, let's work together and find mm-hmm. a place for everybody at some table. Mm-hmm. I think that's a helpful frame for some of this mm-hmm. a reminder, I think. So when you talk about being welcoming, sometimes you got to hold that those things in tension. Right. Hmm. So, well, let's move on to we're running a little long. Let's move on to our listener mail segment. I text you text. We all text for email text. email. Got an email from Lauren Wolcott. This comes back to from uh, one of our episodes called Robot Pastors that we did a little while ago. She writes. I was listening to Robot Pastors and have a slightly different take on y'all's conversation. Which is a really nice way of saying y'all are dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Tell you yeah, like, here's the- but I appreciate her <laughs> gracefulness. It was <laughs> awesome. Sit down. Thanks. You modernize. Uh, one modernizes. Probably not just me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you modernize because you want to be found by, tell your story to, and support modern people. The way we see seek out information has changed. 
I think it's a common flawed assumption that the need to stay current stems from some sort of cool factor. But my uh, perspective is that even if nothing about your Sunday service has changed since the worship book was published, there's not a person out there who, who ventures into a new church before first Googling to see what you're about, which we talked about a little mm-hmm. bit today. And if you can't be found that way and have a medium to express your identity and values, it actively creates a barrier. I thought, wow, that's true. Uh, she says, I'm the brand new Synod communicator at the Southwestern Pennsylvania um, Synod, a position that they did not exist until she came on board a, a few months ago. We are in a phase of discovery and navigation of the best way to bring our Synod up to contemporary standards. If you ever want to talk further on the subject, please feel free to reach out. Best Lauren. Thank you very much. I did reach out, mm-hmm. and we have been in a conversation, and I think we plan to have her on an upcoming episode uh, as well. So I love the perspective of things we mm-hmm. weren't talking about when we were talking about mm-hmm. modernization. We're talking to modern people, I really. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and whether you know it or not, you need, you're, you're, you're speaking to them by what you're saying and by what you're not saying. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was really, I thought it was a really good email, and I thought everybody should be able to hear that. Yeah. Mm. I mean, when we tell you at the end of every episode to reach out and join in the conversation, we're not lying. Like, oh, we yeah. really. Yep. We, we mean it. <laughs> well, and at least a great conversations, because I think she's she's really fascinating. We'll get to hear more about her coming up. So I'm ready. You just never know. Anything else, fellas? We're ready to close out? Yep. Well, we are so we are so grateful that you all have joined us for this conversation. We hope that our uh, our little talk uh, sparks some ideas about how we can be more uh, welcoming. If you want to uh, join the conversation and get uh, lifted up uh, on our podcast or or give us a topic to talk about, you can email us at tohellwiththehotdish.com, dot uh, com, like us on Facebook, or tweet at us t h w t h podcast on Twitter. Thanks for listening. And until next time, peace be with you guys. I got, hit I got, the coffee, hit the water, the, then clear the throat. <clears> throat. That's right. <laughs> he was about to say what right. else? Pre, pre-podcast ritual. Mommy, yeah. may I match my M&M's? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> All uh, right. We're ready? Oh, yeah.